Hello, hello. You're listening to the Career Changemaker podcast. Having the courage to leave a career that you have worked hard to build and try something else can be tough. So in each episode, we dive into key career change strategies so that you have a clear understanding of what is required to transition into a new role or a new industry without feeling like you have to start at the bottom or have to take a massive pay cut because hashtag ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) If you are ready for frank and honest discussions about how to become a career change maker, keep listening. I'm your host, lawyer turned career strategist and executive coach Janine S. Brand. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. We are tackling a topic today that is very, very important. We talk a lot on the show about strategy, about career development, advancement, intention, and all of that, which is really important to help you drive your career forward. But it's also important to pay attention to how to navigate challenges in the workplace. A big reason why so many people leave their workplaces or feel like they need to leave is sadly toxic work environments and workplace bullying. And so today I want to have a conversation about how you can move forward if you are in a place where you're having a tough time at work and you're feeling like your confidence has been knocked since you've left work and you know that your motivation is lacking. If you resonate with any of that, this episode is absolutely for you, so lean in. I have interviewed a workplace trauma coach, speaker and trainer, Zanika Chapman, about her personal experience of workplace trauma and how she has utilised her knowledge and her strengths to turn things around and move on to more positive experiences and help others do the same. So I'm super, super excited for you to hear our interview because there's a lot that you can take away that you can practically apply to improve your situation. So without further ado, let's jump into my conversation with Zanika Chapman. Hey Zanika, I am so excited that you are here today. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Before we get started, can you just introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about you and your background? Yes, so I am also excited to have this conversation. I'm Zanika Chapman. I am a personal and executive coach and I help women of color who are reclaiming their power from very oppressive, traumatic workplace situation. So I help them to really kind of put themselves back together, rebuild their confidence, get their swag back so that they're able to transition in the next role, feeling confident and ready to take on the challenges of a new role. Mm, I love it. Such a great topic. So before I've got questions, I've got so many questions. Before we dive into that, tell me a bit about your journey. So how did you get to where you are today? Yeah, so I actually started on this path after going through my own experience with what I now know with workplace bullying. I didn't know it at the time. I just knew that how I was being treated did not feel good to me. And it felt very strongly, I felt very strongly like I was being discriminated against. I didn't quite know the reason. Of course, you know, being a Black woman in corporate America, we never really want to say hey, I think I'm being discriminated against. But when you look at the differences between yourself and how others on the team are being treated, you start to see very quickly that one of the differences is, of course, race. So I I wholeheartedly believe that my bullying was racially fueled in the workplace. And really what that looked like was a combination of sabotage, work sabotage, you know, where you get certain parts of the assignment, but you don't get all the parts of the assignment. 
Um, I was being excluded from meetings and I was flat out just being spoken to in a very disrespectful, demeaning way constantly. And so that really after after going through that situation, I realized that nobody was really talking about it. And as a woman of color, the only mentorship I got, I got I got two pieces of information, quit the job and deal with it. Because if you're going to be a woman of color in corporate America, those are your two options. You can quit or you can just find a way to be okay with getting mistreated. And once I kind of got out of the situation and realized, wait a minute, workplace bullying is actually a thing. It's happening. There are institutes that are studying this. There are people that are fighting to create policies around this. I got really pissed off that nobody was talking about it. And the only advice that we were giving women and women of color in the workplace was to deal with it. And so I just kind of decided that using my coaching abilities, my natural ability to encourage people that I really wanted to create a space for women to talk about these things because all of the career coaching and career development was really, I think, coming from a place of if you already feel whole and never acknowledging that sometimes being in these toxic environments you really can get to a state of brokenness and hopelessness. And there wasn't really a place to talk about where's the work that you do to put yourself back together again so that you can continue. Yeah, it, that is so, so powerful because there's so many people who just try and gloss over the experience that they've just had because it's like yes. out of there now, but don't necessarily really acknowledge the impact that that's had on their confidence. Like that's such yes. a Part, a lot of clients that I work with if they've been through a difficult time their confidence is knocked or like their confidence is literally down to zero so to be able to actually say okay now you need to show up and position yes. yourself an opportunity it's like I get what I need to do but I don't even feel like I have it in me to do absolutely. that absolutely absolutely and I think people have to understand you know, when you spend significant time and, and really, you know, I'm, I'm learning by coaching more clients, there's no time limit on it. Right. So there's not like I can say, oh, if you've been in a toxic workplace for a year or to, mm-hmm. to when people start to when you're in situations where something is starting to attack just your essence of who you are. Yeah. That leaves a mark. You know, if I cut you, you know, the saying, if I cut you, will you bleed? Yes. (laughs) Even a paper cut, you know, we all know how just terrible a paper cut can feel. Right. And so when you're in a situation like that, where, where, where you're, you've been cut and now you're bleeding, you have to do the work of healing and putting yourself back together. And I think it's so interesting that when we think about someone who is in a very toxic romantic relationship, what do we normally tell them? We say, girl, take your time, don't date, love on yourself. But people who are in toxic work environments, we just tell them, get another boyfriend or get another partner, right? Get another job and keep it pushing. We don't ever tell them to take the time to do the healing, to do the work as a result of that very toxic place that you spend most of your day in. Yeah, yeah. So can you speak to... What does that healing process look like or what can it look like for someone who has is either in that toxic uh, environment now or they've left it, but it's still affecting them? How do you go about taking the steps towards healing before you then move on? Yeah, so I think one of the first things that I I like to level set with my clients and you talked about this a little bit um, a few minutes ago is you have to acknowledge what happened. Mm 
And we, you know, as as black women, we are just taught to keep it pushing. Don't talk about it. It's over. You've got the new job. It is what it is. I feel some type of way. We don't ever take the time to stop and get very specific and acknowledge what happened. And so I oftentimes will just have my clients because, you know, you know how it is as a coach. The first few sessions people come in and it's like they are like, I'm going to give you everything. Like, here's everything. Here's what she said. and Here's what I did. And I did. And I just stop them and say, I want you to tell me how that made you feel. Mm. Uh, you can tell me the story, but I want you to tell me specifically how you felt in those moments and acknowledge that. Or sometimes if people can't put that together, I will say, here's what I, I'm hearing. You were bullied at work. And I want you to say, my name is such and such. And I was bullied at work. Because we have to acknowledge the toxicity mm. so that we can heal from it. So that's a very kind of kind of where I start with people with just like, no, I want you to acknowledge what happened and I want you to acknowledge how you felt about that. Yeah, because I guess then when you do that, it divorces you from what is a problem, because part of the reason why people feel less confident or their confidence is not is that question of like, what did I do? Like, absolutely. Is it in all, like, there's almost like a a formula that we have in our minds. Like, in order for them to treat me like that, I must have done. I something. must have done something. Yes, or I must have shown up in a way. And then you're trying to figure out like, what is it that I did? And actually, absolutely, it nothing to do with you and what you did. It's their issue. Absolutely, prejudice they have or whatever issue they have that they've decided that they're gonna treat you that way. But you have to recognize that there's a gap. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's really hard to move on and th- without thinking that you're going to attract the same thing again. Yeah, yeah. And the other, so so the other part of that is exactly what you just said, is we really work through a process. And it's a process of helping people understand that you will never be able to control what other people do. You can't, you have to release that thought that if I work harder, do something, change the report, show up differently, change my hair, it's going to create a different reaction. Because oftentimes that's exactly what you said. That's what we're doing. I mean, that was the case in my bullying scenario. I was going in at at 7 a.m., leaving at 8 p.m., taking work home in an attempt to try and change someone else's opinion of me when I had done nothing to, to cause the bullying in the first place. Yeah. So once you identify like, okay, I've established what just happened and I'm clear on what just happened what would you what would you do next because I know that the the period of time that it takes people to kind of process what happened and deal with it can vary from person to person um but what like you can share what you did in your situation or what you've seen has worked for other people but what could be the next step Hey, 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 I am super excited because I have a handful of spots open for one-to-one coaching. I am looking to work with more of you who are highly ambitious, very driven, know where you want to get to, but are struggling to get there because you feel as though you're being overlooked and undervalued for the contribution that you're making. You know that you need to get more visible. You know that you need to show up more. You understand that 
creating a personal brand that is speaking for you when you're not in the room is important so that you can move towards your career goals but you don't quite know how to make it happen and for you I am extending the invitation to come and join me inside of Elevate. This is my one-to-one high-touch coaching program that is designed to help you to advance into your next role, secure your next client, position yourself for the opportunities that you want by being intentional with your personal brand, making sure that your digital footprint is tight. Yes, I mean, LinkedIn is looking good and attracting the right opportunities and making sure that you're able to show up with confidence and fully articulate the value that you're able to bring to your next opportunity. I am excited to dig deep come up with your personalized strategy and your plan and support you with the accountability and coaching that is required to help you to get there. So if this sounds good to you, if you know that you need some support with really taking your career to the next level, book a call with me and let's explore you joining the Elevate program. So head over to careerchangemakers.com forward slash call so that you can book a fitting call and then let's have a conversation about whether or not this program is a good fit for you. I look forward to speaking to you. Yeah, so I'll share a quick story of kind of what that next step looks like just in my journey. So I was sitting in, you know, I did what everybody told me to do. I had the new job, had a great manager, incredible teammates, and just like anyone else in a new role, I'm in that learning curve, right? So there's so much that I don't know, and I'm trying to get caught up to speed. And I remember I had to get up from my desk and I ran to the bathroom because I started crying because I had this belief that everything that the previous job had said about me was going to show up. Mm-hmm. And I just kept, I kept telling myself in that moment, these people are going to realize that I'm a dud, that they bet on the wrong girl. And so the only thing, and, and I kind of said, okay, this is not helpful. This is not productive. So what are you going to do to get back to a place where you can just function in this new job? And I I had taken a strength finder assessment in the previous role. um, And part of my bullying was my strengths. if, If anyone here has taken that assessment, my strengths were vastly different from the rest of the team in my previous role. And so part of my bullying was that they used my strengths against me. And they told me, see, this is why you don't fit. Look at us, we're all over here on this side. We're all orange and pink and look at you. You're just over there with your little blue green self and you don't fit. Instead of actually using the strengths the way it was intended to encourage everybody on the team to use what makes them unique and strong. And so I had this belief that these strengths, these things that made me me were not useful in the workplace. But I also knew, I knew enough in that moment to know this assessment has like been rigorously tested. There is a reason why so many companies use this strength finder assessment. There has to be something to it, right? And so I pulled out that assessment and it was almost like just being in a different environment. I felt very intuitively connected to the strengths because before when they were being used against me, I put that thing in a folder, I buried it down in the bottom of my desk and I never wanted to see those strengths again. But just now being in a different environment and having kind of nothing else, it felt like, it felt like I had nothing else to go on to help me understand how to be effective at my my job. And I pulled those strengths out and I can tell you pretty much word for word, everything that they had said about me was like, dead on that paper. 
communication, top strength, connecting people, top strength. And I was like, wait a minute, I can use these things, you know? And, and, and that's where I came to the second part of the process, which is you got to drop the lies because everything that they had said about me, you're not a good communicator. People don't understand when you talk. People don't understand when you write. I was like, that was an absolute lie. And I remember reading it at my desk and I was like, oh, the devil is a liar. Like they was like, no, ma'am, I am one. Like I am a great communicator. Look at this piece of paper. And, and so that's where I really kind of got to this place of this part of the process where you have to drop the lies. When you spend so much time in a very negative, very toxic or bullying working relationship, like I said, there's like a cut. There's some version of a lie that that entity, that that those people have tried to input into your spirit and you have to identify it and drop it. Mm, that is good. That is so good. I think that what you said about the strengths is gold because it's so easy to feel like you're not good at something if you're in the wrong environment using Absolutely. tools, right? Mm-hmm. And when you can align your strengths with the type of work that you're doing and the environment that you put yourself in, like that's where fulfillment comes. So, yeah. so many people are like out here feeling unfulfilled in their jobs because like you're actually placed in the wrong place. Like mm-hmm. your, your skill set, your strengths could be leveraged and make so much more impact when you're in the right environment. But you first yeah. need to know what they are. So I love that you kind of like went back to them and was like, hold on. Yeah, like I have these things and they actually matter and they are helpful where I am right now and that's why I feel so different about Mm -hmm. my team about what I get to contribute so I like the strengths finder I also recommend people try the strengths profile but those kinds of assessments to just understand yourself then you can be anchored in it and be like like you were saying no I'm good at this I am I know I am yeah and then you can use it too to, to talk back to your brain because this is a process, right? It wasn't like I read that and then I was good to go. I had to do that every day for quite a long time, right? So I had to constantly be grounding myself in truth in order to, to rebuild my confidence and put myself back together. And the more that you do that, the more that your brain is going to prove yourself right. Yeah. That is so, so good. And so when you like made the transition out of that workplace into a better environment, was there anything that you had in mind to kind of make sure that you didn't move into a similar environment? So when you were looking at the organization, like how did you go about assessing, is this actually a place that I want to move into to minimize the risk of me having the same experience again? Yeah, so I will be 100% honest and I was in survival mode. When that transition happened, I was in 100% survival mode and it was just get the heck out of where I am and get to someplace else. So there wasn't a lot of that in the initial switch from the worst role I've ever had into, into a better one. But since then, recognizing that I was not in a great place, but it ended up being a great role. I want to say that it ended up being a great role, but recognizing now hindsight Yes, there are certain things that I do. And and one of them um, that I take very seriously, just knowing now that this this concept of workplace bullying exists, as I ask companies flat out, do you have a policy to address this? Mm. If an employee was experiencing this, what are some ways that you would handle that? Asking specific questions around a manager's leadership style. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, the same way when you're getting interviewed and they ask you those scenario-based questions, I ask scenario-based questions when I'm being interviewed. But, you know, I I think that that's a big question for a lot of my clients. It's always, I want to make sure this never happens to me again. And going back to that initial concept of we'll never be able to control other people. We put a lot of focus inside of my coaching programs on understanding what your values are and being very clear about your values and creating your never again statements. So that was something that was big for me. I was like, I don't know what I just experienced, but I know it will never happen to me again. Mm. And there's something there around putting boundaries in place mm-hmm. around what you accept and what you don't accept. Correct. That be how people are communicating with you, how, how people treat you. When things happen, left field, it can take you like, what? What just happened? Mm-hmm. Um, when you're sure of yourself in the role that you're in, it's so much easier to be like, oh, no, that's not acceptable to me. <laughs> like, you can't yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, yeah, I think that's. That's important. So if there was somebody who is struggling right now and they're like, okay, I think this is workplace bullying. I don't know that I want to stay here to like endure this anymore. Like what would be the first steps that you would say? Like if someone's listening to this and they're looking for advice, they're struggling and they haven't really found anyone else that they could speak Mm -hmm. to, what Mm -hmm. would you be saying to them? Yeah, I, I would say to start to do that exercise of grounding yourself in truth immediately. Find your version of dropping the lie because it's already there. Because if, if you're even listening to this and you're like questioning, let me just go ahead and help you. That is not a place you want to stay in. Mm. And in order for you to make the change and make the leap and be able to see the possibilities outside of where you are, you have to start shedding that right now today, immediately start doing that work of grounding yourself in truth while you create your exit strategy. Yes. That's why grounding yourself in truth is so important because you'll need that to be able to ground yourself, to be able to start to build that exit plan and exit strategy for you. Because oftentimes what happens is people are so stuck in the toxicity it's it's weighing so heavy on them that by the time they they get to me or a coach like you, they're like, I don't even know what to, I don't know what I'm good at. I don't know what I like. I don't, and it's like, you do know what you like. You do, you do know what you're good at. And with the advice of, we'll just find another job. How are you supposed to look for a job when you're in that state? Yeah. I think it's so important. Even the, the idea of going to work with a coach, like, Finding someone else, even if you're not at the stage where it's like, okay, I'm ready to like invest in coaching. Mm -hmm. It's so important for you to be in community in some way, shape or form. Yes. So whether that is finding peers, finding somebody that you can confide in and that you can trust so that you're not just going through it alone in your head. Because sometimes, you know, when you replay what's just happened and you're going round and round and round, it can it can expand in terms of what's gone on. But when you can speak it out, you're able to see the wood from the trees, as they say, and say, okay, what was the specific thing that is causing me to feel this way? And then what do I want to do about that? Yeah, what do I want to do about that? And and I was also going to say exactly that of finding community. And I, and I think sometimes we, we try to, we make the idea of finding community so big that it has to be this big giant group of people, these people that like we go to brunch every day. And it's like, it may just be this podcast. 
that might be your community right now. Or it might just be taking this podcast episode and sharing it with a friend and talking about it on the phone. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And like you said, because because I get it, everybody can't necessarily invest in a coach right away. But all of us coaches have resources that you can access at a very minimal or nominal fee or free, like a podcast. Yeah. Such good advice. Such good advice. One of the things I like to ask my guests is, do you have an inspirational quote, a saying, a mantra, something that you live by that you'd like to share that would be helpful for? Just one? Oh, I have several. Okay. I'm going to give one. I'm going to follow the rules and I'm going to give one. (laughs) (laughs) So this is not really, I, I don't do a lot of affirmations. But one of the things that I am very consistent about is if I'm working towards something, I use this phrase of be her now. Mm. So, for example, my goals this year, they're very vague, but um, my word is strong. And that just simply means I want to develop stronger relationships. I want to physically become stronger. I want to be, you know, have a a deeper sense, um, a deeper relationship with God and strengthen all of that. And so oftentimes what I will do is when I'm like, all right, you know, I want to be stronger physically is I'll ask myself, okay, we'll be her now. What does the stronger version of you, the version that maybe can lift a certain amount of weight what would she do today? Mm-hmm. Well, she can't lift the goal weight today, but maybe she can lift five pounds. You know, maybe I can add a couple more reps, right? Or if I want to build this coaching business to a million dollar business, well, be her now. What is the million dollar version of you mm-hmm. doing today to create that million dollar version of you tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Be her now. That is such like, yes, yes. Because the way that your mindset has to shift to be that person now is ultimately going to make you do things that you wouldn't otherwise do. So that is gold. Thank you. Yeah. And it takes me out of like that whole like, I don't feel like it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like we have to bypass our feelings sometimes because we don't feel but still. This has been so helpful. Like for me, it's been super helpful. And I know for those who are listening, it's going to be helpful if you're in that space. I feel like a lot of people struggle in silence and um, there aren't as many resources out there that support yeah. if you are, if you know you're being mistreated, um, what to do. So I'm mm-hmm. so glad that you've been able to like break that down. If people want to learn more about you, the work that you do and this area of focus, like where do they go? Yeah, if you want to learn more about the work that I am doing, I invite you to just go to my website. That's probably the most condensed place of where you can find everything that I'm doing. Uh, ZenikaChapman.com, Z-E-N-I-C-A-C-H-A-T-M-A-N.com. But I'm also on all the socials. So you can find me on Instagram, Z underscore Chapman and LinkedIn at Zanika Chapman on LinkedIn as well. Okay, awesome. So I'm going to put all those links in the show notes so people can connect with you. But I just want to say thank you for coming and sharing your story, your journey, being vulnerable with that, um, because I know it's going to help a lot of people. So Yes. Oh, can I share one quick resource? Yeah, sure. That I do have. Um, So understanding that for those of you who might be going through this, you might be a little bit disengaged. Maybe you're ready to check out. I also have a free guide 
on my website that is four strategies to love your job again today, to actually love your job. And I talk a lot about um, what we talked about here today of really using your strengths, leveraging your strengths, and just putting a little bit of umph back in your workday to get you over the hump. So okay. that's also available on my website. Awesome. So I will put the direct link to that in the show notes as yep. well. Thank you for sharing. Okay. And thank you for letting me share that. It's <laughs> awesome. Wasn't that just awesome? I love how open and transparent Sanika was about her personal experience and the tips and the strategies she shared that we can all use as we navigate difficult workplace environments, whether that's current or in the future. I'm going to put her links to her website and her LinkedIn profile and all of that in the show notes. So do check them out if you want to connect with her. All right, that's all for today. Until our next episode where we'll be having another career conversation, look after yourself and keep moving towards your career goals. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, then I want to remind you that caring is sharing. Share this episode out with somebody else and head over to your podcast app to leave us a rating and review. For every rating and review that you leave, it helps us reach more people. It helps more people find the show. So I'd appreciate it if you go and do that right now. Thank you so much. Thank you.